get ready for the Girls on Games podcast. Your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. Welcome to another Girls on Games podcast. My name is Leah and I'm the host of this show. This is episode number 341. And on the docket this week, we just experienced one of the greatest Nintendo Directs in a long time. We've got some news on GTA 6 and some updates from Microsoft's purchase of Activision Blizzard. But before I get into that, I'm going to introduce you to the friendly voices around this digital table. Hey, Catherine, how you doing? I'm good yourself. I'm excellent. An extra special guest on this week is the one, the only, Naomi Kyle. How you doing? Hi. I'm doing super great. I'm so excited to be chatting with you, especially on today. It was just like the perfect day. So I'm excited to talk games and to get this going and to be back on the show, actually. Yeah, it's been a little while. 341 episodes, that's like huge. You're almost at, at 400, almost at 350, tons of milestones in the future. This is incredible. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Every so often we do that little reminisce, like even Allie leaving us a a week or so ago when we were chatting through and I was like, yeah, you've been doing this for eight years. And she's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) That flew by. Yeah. You know know that that gif of the kid that, you know, the lady asked him a question and he starts laughing and then he starts crying. crying. That's (laughs) us every time we think about how long we've been doing this. I'm like, oh my god. And every year I'm like, yay, Pokemon Day! My birthday! That's great and bad all at the same time. Aww. <laughs> no, it's good. I don't mind getting older. What? It, it's all good, you know? We, uh, it gets better. That's what yeah, they say. Exactly. I have more disposable <laughs> cash to spend on video games, so there Hell you yeah. go. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> all right, let's get through a little bit of housekeeping before we get into the crew check-in and remind you that if you enjoy this show, you can subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podbean. If you'd like to get some GOG merch, you could do that by going to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash girls on games. Or maybe you'd like to give us a tip. Maybe buy us a coffee. We have a Kofi for that. That's ko-fi.com slash girls on games. All right, Naomi, I want to check in with you. It's We've been conversing, but it's been a little while since you've been on the podcast. So I know. Uh, what have you been up to? Oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm even trying to remember when the last time was that I was on the podcast. I was probably at a whole different location. Like, I feel, I think probably Irvine. Was I in Irvine? Yeah. Anyways. I feel like I was still in Montreal, maybe? Yeah, like it hasn't been since COVID. Like I don't think. Yeah, so and didn't you have Kyle on as well? My my husband. Yeah, your husband. (laughs) Yeah, that is very true. Yeah, Yeah. and yeah, you've been on a few times. Kyle was on once, but that was all when I was in Montreal. So it's been it's been two years at least. Oh my gosh, (laughs) and and a whole pandemic happened. Okay. Oh yeah. So uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, well, a lot has happened. Um, Yeah, I did move around a little bit. Kyle and I bought a house, so that's been the big change. Uh, mm-hmm. I spent pretty much all of last year getting it up to speed on, like, how I want the house. You know, when you move into a new place, you kind of, like, take your time decorating and changing things in a house. You can actually physically change things. You can, like, break things down. You can mount TVs. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of an endeavor. And then we did this whole landscaping project and uh, installed a pool, which was really awesome. I've never owned a pool in my life. Nothing in in the slightest like this. So I'm just, like 
over the moon. Uh, but besides that, I've been working on a lot of like just projects that are, you know, always cooking in the background. Nothing really happens until it happens kind of deal. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, you and I have been working on a, a project with iHeart. So we're, mm-hmm. we're TBD on, uh, you know, spilling more beans on what that is. But we've been having <laughs> fun pulling it together. And it's it's pretty damn cool. Uh, so stay tuned for that, you guys, for listeners out there. Um, but yeah, other than that, I've just been, I've been writing, if you see in the background. I know you guys can't see this because you're listening to the audio version. But I have like a bunch of post-it notes up on my wall because I'm working on a feature film script. Wow. Um, yes. And so again, these are things, you know, you never know, uh, especially feature films. I mean, getting those things made is it takes forever. Sometimes it just never happens. They don't pan out. You know, you always have a million things going at once, and one thing might hit, and the other things might not happen. So I'm just kind of throwing stuff at the wall, seeing what sticks. Um, it's kind of a good time for me to do it right now because I don't have any really full-time commitments. And I've been freelance now for about four years. So, um, you know, in the first three years, I basically like nose to the grind, worked so many different projects, had gig after gig after gig. And now I'm kind of like trying, since we went through a whole crazy past two years uh, in the world, not let alone in my career, I decided like, you know, maybe I just take a bit of time. You know, I've saved up a a bunch of money. I can like just hash out some of these projects that I always thought would be way out in the future, but I can actually tackle right now if I just focus on that. So that's basically what I've been doing and playing some games here and there and kind of still staying in, in tune with like the, the gaming world. Cause that's, you know, where I've come from and, and my whole life has revolved around that. So that's kind of where I've been at. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, do you think that like you wouldn't have started your projects as early as you did. It was the pandemic that really pushed you because everything else kind of work-wise slowed down. Yeah, I want to say 100%. 2020, 2020, the year 2020, was actually my busiest year I've ever had. Uh, really? I, yeah, I had my caffeine show that, you know, they had ordered 24 episodes. I had a bunch of other side projects, a bunch of other, like, charity gigs, a just a million and one things. And I did actually a lot of work in 2020. Um, but then 2021 was like, you know, we were buying a house. So there was like a lot of stuff that I would just turn down because I just didn't have the time or didn't want to do it. Um, and I really kind of sat with that and decided, you know, I, I could probably go back, put my nose to the grind and do the thing again, like do the hustling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but or I can take the time now uh, while things are still technically you know shut down not everything's completely as it was i mean we have barely any conventions you know it used Mm -hmm. to be that i'd be at a convention every other month um you know no no e3 no comic-con so it's like i'm like yeah i could actually take this year uh built myself a bed in 2020 to like really tackle this and um so yeah i would say definitely it's it's thanks to the pandemic it's thanks to kind of just where we're at (laughs) right now in the gaming industry um and, you know, I could decide eventually to go to something more full time, but I'm kind of like, I really want to see if these things happen. And I think the timing is right. So you never know. <laughs> but sometimes it's one of those things where you're like, you find the lucky kind of open spot and you're like, I'm going to do this now because I don't know if I'll be able to do it later down the road. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, all the best to you on that because, Thanks. yeah, it's definitely, <laughs> I think it's put 
a lot of things in perspective. This whole almost like hard pause, hard stop on everything to kind of, you know, yeah. reinvigorate, maybe tearing some passions into actual jobs, lots of people moving around, um, reevaluating yeah. what is important to people yeah. too. So, yeah. And also too, even within gaming, like I find like I, I'm not, I just want to play what I want to play. I don't mm -hmm. jump into stuff that necessarily, like if I feel like it, I'll go there, but I don't force myself to play something just because it's like the hot thing. Yeah. I mean, there's totally a, tr we definitely started to do that in the gaming industry. I think with the, the, thanks to Twitch and all these other things that kind of emerged, but we always follow the trends, right? It's like, what's yeah. the hot game? And especially during lockdown, like last year it was like Fall Guys and the next thing is Phasmophobia and the next thing is blah, blah, blah. You know, like we mm -hmm. just went on these, these hunts, like everything, everyone was talking about one game for like two months and then it switched to another one. And it was mm -hmm. like following trends. But I think you're right in that. It's like now we were, we're just kind of like, okay, we, we did that for a little bit, but now I just want to play what I want to play. And mm -hmm. for me, uh, funny enough, it was uh, this game called Witchwood that I started playing. Oh. My friend Jessica Chobot, I don't know if you're familiar with her. I'm sure you are. But she uh, she was like, I was like, I'm just on the Switch, but I'm so burnt out. I've, I've been playing Mario Golf nonstop. <laughs> I've been playing Mario <laughs> Golf ranked games over and over, like just totally addicted every month, trying to up my game, up my game. And then yeah. um, I'm like, I'm kind of burnt out. And she's like, have you tried Witchwood? And she's, of course, really big into like supernatural and witch, witch culture and kind of mm -hmm. has a fascination with that. And it's part of the show that she hosts. Um, so she was like, try this game. It's kind of like, uh, Stardew Valley meets witches or like you play this character. There's a really cool story to it and it's a lot of crafting and gathering of resources and stuff. Um, and I completely just got immersed and I, f I powered through that game in like a week. Um, and I loved it. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been preoccupied with. And I just played that totally out of the blue. It's not something I would have played. It came out in 2020. I'm like, sure, I'll just do it. And I fell in love. You know, it's, it's what a, it was a nice little surprise to find something that I really was into. Yeah, I recognize the name. I I think I have it maybe wish list on Steam or something I've, like that. I yeah. feel it's something that Ali has put on our radar. Yeah, like it's I her think kind so of too. Game too. Yeah, if you're into Stardew, like exactly, yeah, totally in that wheelhouse. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's addictive. It's really, it really gets you, and the story's just kind of, it's this whole mystery. It's just, I don't know. I think, I think it's definitely worth it if you're into those types of game and looking for something to play on the Switch that's like not too too crazy to play well cool. and we're definitely going to touch on all that nintendo stuff too oh yeah bit, so. definitely because <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was a fun uh, 40 minutes yesterday mm-hmm yeah yeah Catherine, how about you how what have you been up to this week anything fun interesting yeah how stuff yeah um spoiler for you naomi i bought in 2016 <gasps> i'm not done really <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps going that's what people have been telling me they're like when you buy a house you just wait it's like there's always some new project that you're doing i mean for us is we we bought and we did some kitchen renovations for my brother who lives in the apartment downstairs oh wow i moved in and we painted and we made it livable and then we redid our kitchen and then uh we got water damage one year oh no and then this year was my bathroom leak downstairs Oh my so, gosh. <clears throat> during COVID uh, with no, without being able to hire anybody for like the next two years because everybody took their vacation money and decided to renovate their places. Yeah, everyone. We, we mm -hmm. took, we're still in bathroom renovations. 
Oh my basically. gosh. Basically, uh, upstairs is kind of done mostly. I have a few little tweaks. I'm just waiting for my uh, brother to be available to help me mm-hmm. uh, with a few things because um, I need to borrow some of his tools and it's like a, it's really a two person job. Yeah. Uh, things like that. But uh, yeah, we've been. <laughs> so I've been, uh, but I've been doing the fun stuff this week. Yeah. I decided uh, I just spent a good chunk of change. Uh, Home Depot, Rona, Canadian, tire. BMI? Of- anyone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work there. <laughs> oh, shit. really? Yeah. The Val David one. Uh, it lives in my small town where my parents live. Yeah, I worked there as a cashier. Wow. Yeah. One- Did inventory every year, counting all the screws. That was the worst. <laughs> <laughs> the one by my house closed. Oh, I was no. Like, How can you? And they're like the one near my house. Like, you think they'd be like, booming right now? Yeah. Like, they were like, their thing was like servicing a lot of like the contractors more than right, just, like, right. maybe that's why they went under. I don't know. Or they know. were like, COVID sucks. Let's let's cash out while we can. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. But, but yeah, contractors uh, are just super swamped. And they're upping yeah. all their prices because there's like, you know, material shortages and all sorts of stuff. So it's like, it's kind mm-hmm. of a, it's a headache right now. Even though you want to get it done, it's like the perfect time to do it. You're kind of like Stuck. running into these roadblocks. Yeah. <laughs> or even yeah. ordering the shit from Ikea and needed for the bathroom. I did some concessions because like they were out of stock. Everything's out of stock. Yeah. 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 So crazy. Uh, but yeah. I but you learn a lot. <laughs> I learned a lot. I learned that I am not a um, physical labor type of gal. I am very happy to work <laughs> at a computer every day. Pay someone like, to do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, every time my brother, like, I've installed drywall. I have. Oh my gosh. Helped with plumbing. I have helped with electrical work, like basic electrical work. Like, we. We're changing like one of the baseboard heater installing. Right. I mean, like, I can't do that. <laughs> um, I'm at the point where I understand basic plumbing. Um, I was actually watching a TikTok of somebody doing some plumbing, and they weren't putting Teflon tape. And my, the first <gasps> thought I had was like, "Are you raw dogging your plumbing connections?" And I was just like, <laughs> automatically disgusted with myself that the, that a I would recognize that he needed Teflon tape, but two that i raw docking your plumbing connection <laughs> i'm making some hard to say shit like this yeah you're like harshly judging somebody because yeah that's so funny i just like it's the intersection of like gen z tiktok and me being a 40 year old homeowner an almost 40 year old homeowner oh my just goodness. a millennial in my late 30 with a duplex in montreal <laughs> it's uh, a UI designer by day, <laughs> handy woman contractor by night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I will break games during the day. I will break my house at night. There you go. <laughs> basically what I do every day. But yeah, all that to say is that I ordered some decor stuff. Um, nice. You guys can probably, well, you know, you've never seen my background, but Leah has. Like, I actually hung up stuff. Hey! Frames. <laughs> Why do you Getting get settled frame? in. Why do you get yeah. frames and then you take two years to put them on the wall? I don't know. <laughs> I'm in the same boat. I have a whole closet full of posters and stuff. I'm like, I'll get those framed one day, but probably never will. <laughs> no. I, uh, I got like a, a nice little poof for the entryway that Aww. has like foot uh, shoe storage integrated. 
Those are nice. I got some mirrors because I got a spot of the apartment that's like too dark and everybody was like, put mirrors and bounce natural light. I was like, if you fucking say so. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Things like that. That's all I've been really focusing on this week because uh, we're still very much a lot um, constrained to stay at home here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Although a lot of it is lifting, but also it was like really like so cold for the past two weeks yeah like yeah. you know one day i woke up and i stepped outside and it was minus 15 and my first thought was like oh finally it's warming up um <laughs> that's god dang canadian weather i i sure don't miss that yeah. I'll, I'll go back to it for like two weeks and i'm like okay i'm good too. i'm good now i get go i can back, go go skiing and then get yeah a dodge yeah exactly <laughs> i'm there for the part. nice snowfalls but when it gets like minus 30 and my i'm like i'm out yeah <laughs> no, uh, we had pass. like we were hovering between minus 15 and minus 30 celsius for like a good part of like january february and oh, then today out of the blue it was two degrees and raining and i was literally boiling i was so hot because um, <laughs> you forget yeah. how to dress you're like i what do i wear today what's gonna be hot or cold yeah. i don't know <laughs> totally yeah so because of that like my friends have not been very much like let's do activities like find covid safe activities it's just like it's cold the yeah. government's still very much like telling us to stay home we'll see you in march um, I feel like March, definitely April, it's like the things start bubbling mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're like, I'm free. And then you get out yeah. and you, it's, it gets crazy. But yeah, yeah I, I we're mean, already getting warm weather here in Cali. We had like yeah. rain and, and cold weather and um, a lot of wind uh, all of January. But now Feb- I went swimming today, like February. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, I live in California. I guess oh this is normal. Like, I don't know. <laughs> That sounds fantastic. Wow. I, we're already talking about as soon as Christmas is over, we were talking about my sister and her fiance opening their pool. I was like, I just want to read books and sip cocktails by the pool. Thank you very much. Yes. Yeah. I'm that like, is the dream. I'm like the one thing I like about summer in Montreal is uh, terrace seasons. Like just oh, being yeah. under, like uh, you have to Nothing pick like though. It. You have to find one that's not like by, I don't know, uh, on Saint Laurent Boulevard or Saint Denis, super packed and yeah, never or in, like, just never open. Breathing in the exhaust, but um, oh, good you, point. Yeah, if you can find the ones like that that have the uh, back alley mm-hmm. patio, those are the good ones. Those the are the monies. Yeah, yeah, but mm-hmm. I mean, here bars are still closed, so um, let's hope summertime brings better yeah. better yeah. things. <laughs> Yeah, everybody's having a hard time trying to plan anything right now. I mean, we still don't even know if there's E3. <laughs> Who knows when, Who it, knows? you know, it, this is the new normal, as they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I true. Mean, we have to learn to live with the disease. Um, and right now with what's happening in Ottawa, it doesn't give me much hope for the human race or us getting over <laughs> this pandemic, to be, to be honest. Oh, God. Yeah, I feel for the folks there. I'm so yeah. glad I don't live in Ottawa anymore. like i live through um bush's visit oh Oh, it was that intense it was a lot of protesters yeah oh really um and when they visited his wife worked in archiving okay so they she wanted to visit the canadian archives okay there's like the canadian archives and like in the Ottawa gets no core where there's like all the government buildings but I was studying at the Sijab de Gets which is like 
really like far away from Ottawa. Like it's you got to drive on the fifty for a while. Okay. Um, and by like my school was literally in an empty field. You had the school and you had a giant building, which was the actual archives, like the actual archiving facilities where they kept a lot of like the documents and the artwork and stuff. Oh, okay. And but because it was not a very densely populated place and it was like a new area they were developing and they had started with the archives of the school, we basically had one road to get to the school. But because she was going to the archives and the police and mostly the um, um, the American security detail were like, you got to mm-hmm. close the entire road. And then they were met because they were, they were trying to stop the protesters and whatnot. But that, then they were just met with a bunch of teenagers because my school was Sejep, which is like pre-university. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a bunch of like 16 to 20 year olds to be like, I got exams, bro. <laughs> and they had, they, and it was during exam season. They literally Ooh. had to reschedule government mandated exams because the school was like, well, they had to explain that to the provincial government. They couldn't the get federal there. federal government was preventing students to get to the school because oh they let the guy's wife was... And I was just like... I, I mean, as a student, I wouldn't mind an extra day of studying. You know yeah. what I mean? Or <laughs> you just like, want to rip that Band-Aid off. Yeah, and I, yeah. Was, I was working in a, um art supply store mm-hmm. that was down the road from there. Um, that was like... But I had to call my manager being like... I'm locked inside my CJP until Mrs. Bush leaves. When's that going to happen? I'm like, look out your window. And and like, whenever the cops leave, is when I can come to work. And he was like, you know what? This is going to affect business. How about I reschedule your shift? I was like, thanks, bro. And it sounds like ridiculous, but like, I also used to work at the National Gallery of, uh, of Canada directly in Ottawa, which is, like, across the street from Parliament. And there were times, like, where if Stephen Harper left Parliament with his whole fucking detail, I would be late coming back from lunch because I would have to wait for them to go through so I could cross the street. Sometimes sometimes the cops, the RCMPs, like, they were really nice, and, like, they would see, like, our little cards, and we'd just be like, can you make a sneak through? And they'd be like, sometimes they'd be like, "Eh." or sometimes they'd be like, no, no, like, they're really driving by. They were like, no, I'm sorry. Wow. But it's wow. like sometimes people were like, Catherine's late. They would call the great, they would call like the main entrance where we had view on that intersection. And it'd be like, so uh, people are late. And they'd be like, yeah, it's a shit show. Stephen <laughs> Yeah. It's like yeah. You know, everybody's lunch is going to be going to be down by 15 minutes. And it was like I had stories like that or like if they were closing. Uh, bridges for like fireworks and things like that. It was like, we have to get over the bridge before they do that. And like, we would schedule our shifts. I would have to tell my manager, like I have to be over the bridge (laughs) before they close it. I feel like they need their own separate exit or like their own little highway that they can get away from to stop interrupting people's lives. That's so funny. I have so many of those stories where it's like if you've ever lived in Ottawa or have had dealt with the uh, Ottawa downtown core where government is, you'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like I was there when Obama decided to take a walk and go buy a cookie, a sugar cookie at Byward Market, (laughs) and he locked down also the entire Byward Market I had no idea this whole time. I had no idea that that I mean, it happens like once or twice a year. Like right now, they don't, it's not fun. It's the Nazis. 
at least right. when it's a president or it's like the royal family visiting because they had a new baby. Yeah. Yeah. You're just yeah. like, it's political life. And this, you're just like, it's just assholes that forgot that the mandates are provincial, not federal. Oh, I know. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, oh my man. goodness. Yeah. But yeah, it's been, uh, it's pretty, been a pretty calm week for me. Uh, just work stuff. Uh, but what I have been doing is playing video games because Pokemon has me by its clutches. So let's get into that and talk about what everybody's been playing this week. Naomi, you talked about uh, Witchwood. What else are you playing? Uh, I've that's basically it. I finished Witchwood like two days ago. So yeah. Oh, okay. I, so it's really recent. Really recent. Um, I be, I played a bit on stream too. So I've been telling people about this. I'm like, what do you play? I'm like, Witchwood, Witchwood. Everyone's like, I don't know it. Uh, a lot of people don't, but it's uh, it's super cute. I don't know. I I everything was where I wish there was more. Like I'm I'm just mm. I, they came out with it in 2020, and I'm like I finished the game pretty fast. <laughs> Which is, I guess it's a small enough game. It's about seven to eight hours, but it, I, I was kind of sad when it was over because it consumed my life. Um, so yeah, I've, I've just been trying to find a new thing, but I guess I'm kind of waiting for Horizon right now. I'm just, I'm in a holding pattern with a lot of yeah. these games. Um, hopefully something new comes out that catches my eye. I do need to play Halo Infinite. That's still on my list, uh, but I haven't touched it yet. Um, so nothing crazy, nothing to, as of the last two days, unfortunately. Okay, but which one's like, still fresh in my mind? Yeah, there's so much coming though. Outside yes. of Horizon Zero Dawn, or no, Horizon Forbidden West. Forbidden gonna, West. Yeah, exactly. Um, what else are you looking forward to this year? Uh, that's pretty much the thing. That's pretty much that's the, the thing. thing for you right now. Yeah, cool. That's I mean, I get me. it. I love <laughs> Catherine and I like praise that game to to moon and back. It's one it's one of the games that I can actually converse with my dad about because he loved the book that it's based off of, Clan of the oh, Cave Bear. I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, so maybe I should I, read the book. He, yeah, he loves the book, but I mean, it's it's got similarities. That's where they drew inspiration. I know when they talked about it, the developers said that they, that's kind of where some of the concepts came from. Um, I mean, so, I yeah, love it. Like when yeah when through. I when I was explaining it to my dad and said to him, like, it's this story, da, 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 da. I'm not going to spoil it on here. And he was like, <laughs> wow, that reminds me of this book that I really like. And then I went and looked it up. <laughs> I was like, how convenient. <laughs> it's based, based on that book. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm pretty stoked for that too. I mean, just, I'm, I'm a little bit on a, like a media blackout too, because I, I saw how good it looks and now I just, I just want to experience, experience the whole thing. Go for in. Myself, yeah. Right? Let's just, let's just and go I know in. <laughs> the, everybody's talking that reviews drop next week so you know that pretty early next week too so hopefully uh hopefully we'll we'll know get a, a sense lot of soon. what people think yeah i mean it's yeah. it's, it's, it's that's the next thing for me that's 100 percent the next one i'm playing uh, but other than that i'm trying to think like uh i don't know i think i whatever comes out with uh legend of zelda breath of the wild too yeah, <laughs> you know, like... yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. It's a it's a weird time because I feel like we always kind of feel like this a little bit in this time of the year that we don't know what's coming. Like there's a lot yeah. of question marks, but I feel like there's even more question marks than usual this year. Yeah, because of all the delays that we saw, and you know, I keep uh, almost like a uh, a list of all the things, and as they come out, and I get little reminders as games release and things like that, and. 
I have a lot earmarked that I have no dates for. <laughs> yeah. Like, we know this is coming. We just don't know when. We don't yeah. know when. What yeah. about uh, for you? Anything that you've uh, is on your radar? Besides, I know you're playing Pokemon, but. <laughs> yeah. Horizon, of, of course. Uh, Tunic looks really cute. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we get into it, one of the games that uh, was shown off in the Nintendo Direct, which I had no interest in, really piqued my fancy. So Is it uh, the one yeah. I think it is? It's the Kirby game. Oh, I wasn't gonna say that, but yeah, that's that's my that's on my list. Like yeah. I I was like, okay, I'll play it, sure. I've, I love Kirby. I've always I always played him in Smash Bros. Like I don't yeah. know. Like what Yeah. Give it to me, sure. I'll see what it's about. I'm super into like playing on the Switch these days, I gotta say. So yeah, it's and a then great when console. The, Well, if we wanna touch on what Nintendo talked about, are are we breaking into that? Uh, Nintendo Direct yet? Yeah, really soon. I want to catch up with Kat and find out what she's been playing this week, and then let's get right on into it. So Kat, still going strong on Mass Effect? I played myself. What do you mean? I did, well, I'm playing the Legendary Edition that has all the DLCs, but I've never played Mass Effect, so I didn't realize when I started Mass Effect 3 that I launched into one of the DLC, the last one, and now I have to face one of the hardest fights in the game, and I've played this game for maybe five hours. Oh, no. (laughs) But, like, I figure if I can get over this, I'll have all the gear. Oh, my God. Everything else will be a breeze. Yeah. (laughs) You played yourself is is the right way to put it, for sure. Yeah, I'm on Omega. (laughs) I'm playing the Omega DLC, and I'm at the last fight, and it's just absolutely ridiculous but i looked it up online <laughs> and you know that that office uh clip where about self-defense where it's like strike scream run yeah um and then uh oh what's his name he gets up and he Dwight? slaps Mer- meredith and runs no no the the crazy bald one um oh my gosh i'm blanking his name now what who shows up at the big guy the, the crazy, show, the older one. At, yeah, he shows up at Halloween covered in oh, blood, and yes. he's like, "What is his name? Not Harold or something." It's, it's Halloween. Oh. That's really convenient. Oh he's the, my god, he's the crazy, What's his crazy name? old guy. Oh, oh my god! god. I Everybody's can't. yelling at us right now. I know. Where they is all he? Know. Where is he? No, not Andy. No, where is it? Okay, hold on. I got it. <laughs> I think I got it. Where is he? Where is he? Where are you? Do, do, do. Creed. Do, do, do. Creed. Yes. Creed. Fucking Creed. I'm sorry. Can we swear on the podcast? Oh, hell just, yeah. Okay, good. Anyway. Um, I'm going to I'm I'm gonna hit myself in the head for that. Like, yeah. Like, I'm going to be like, what the heck was it? Like, I've watched Office so many times on oh, repeat. Yeah. Like, and he's my favorite character. Fuck, because he's so random. I know. And everyone's like, we, and I just want to know more. Like, what is he doing when he's not at the office? Like, yeah. Woo. He lives a crazy life. We can tell from his little anecdotes, but yeah. yeah. Okay. So Creed doing the self-defense thing. That's the strategy for that fight. Okay. (laughs) Apparently you hit an enemy or you distract them and you run, you run from objective to objective to, uh, I mean, spoilers, but at the same time. Mass Effect 3 came if out. If you haven't played it yet, yeah. yeah. I mean, it came out, like, I could tell that game had an age because everything had fucking lens flares yes. everywhere. <laughs> that was, the, that was sh- the shit. That was the shit back then. Like, yep. in the early 2010s, and it's just, like, 
I still think it's cool. I don't care if people are like, they're done with lens flare. I love it. Bring more lens flare, please. Yeah, all the I don't care. I get the the look. Star Trek lens flares. Yes. I was in a cinematic. J.J. Abrams lens flares. (laughs) Yeah. I was in a cinematic and I could count three on screens and I was half blind and I was like, I am too old for this shit. Yeah. Um, Oh my. This is why. This is why I have bad eyesight playing those games when they came out. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's where I'm at. It's just I've been so stressed this week that I couldn't deal with that boss fight. Well, are you going to go back and replay everything? Yes, I've I've actually played through one and two. And now you're on three. The DLC, though. Yeah. You skipped all of the three. But it's you should like, just start at three, like save yeah, the DLC for later. How did you later. get into the DLC by accident? Because the DLC is basically, um, it's not like something that happens at the end of the game. Okay. It's just like an extra um, quest story, side that's, story. In, side story. that's in the Citadel. And okay. then you get, a, you get into a series of quests. Yeah. And it was just like, I should have clued in it was in the DLC because... As soon as I started, you're with Aria, and she's like, it's just going to be you. I don't want your crew. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, that's weird. And then, you know, I'm doing quest <laughs> after quest. I'm like, this is a long-ass string of quests. <laughs> and then I start struggling with the last fight. And I go on Discord, and I'm just like, I don't know what to do here. And somebody's like, yeah, well, you know, starting... I remember playing that DLC, and I was like, oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I should have recognized it was a... I was playing through a whole DLC. Like, so many games do that, where the DLC is a start quest, and then they just kind of, like, string you along for, like, mm-hmm. a while. And often they'll do that. They'll, like, cut you off from the content of the game in case yeah. you, like, get it later. Mm-hmm. And I should have clued in and, be- and been like, I'll circle back to you. But no, I just went... And, and now I'm stuck. But um, I almost got it once. Um... One of my playthroughs, I liberated area and then I died there, uh, and I had Aww. to start over. So, and I'm also mm. not the best class for this. Uh, I don't have any sneak, no distraction, so I just have to run. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure people listening to the podcast one were yelling at us for forgetting Creed's name, two are <laughs> listening to the story and they're like, "That is so many hints that you missed, girl." <laughs> <laughs> like you deserve <laughs> deserve What's... the pain you can't go back you can't exit it um don't you're know. that far in it it's like what's the point just power at through, this right? point i'm just like i might as well just fucking do it keep yeah. going keep yeah. going you can do it just you know take it easy yeah you know, step by step it's mass effect you got plenty of times to if you want to quit now and, and revisit it later you can always do that you know mm. It's totally True. your call. Yeah, but I don't... <laughs> just, I, should... I think just get it... Yeah, get it done. And then you'll be like, I've done Mass Effect to the full of ex- extent. The, the extent of Mass Effect, I guess, is what I want to say. But yeah. Because I've mm. played through everything that 1 and 2, and I think there were DLCs in there too, and I didn't realize I played through some three, DLCs. 3 is definitely... 2's the best story. I think best game overall, but I think tw- uh, 3... You should still try to get like the main the the main story from three because I mean that just like completes it everything it's the trilogy so mm. yeah yeah I hope I you know get there every, <laughs> everybody told me that that like two is the quintessential Mass Effect you could play it up till two and just stop and that'll be fine 
but I, I'm not going to give up. It's just... Keep doing it. I've been too stressed at the end of the day to be like, you know what I need right now? <laughs> fucking frustrated <laughs> at a video Hard game. pass. <laughs> and like, okay, I'm... summertime. I feel like summertime will be your time. <laughs> that, that'll be the right time to do it. Because nice. like, I am not a Dark Souls player. Like, I don't like... Hard, I know. The Games you... that are just too hard, you, you just you want to die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's why I'm a bit frustrated. You know what? I might even be playing this shit on normal. I could probably bump it down to easy. Ooh, yeah. Why the heck why not? Why the heck not? There's no shame in that. No shame. Do it. Do it. You know, Who I was just thinking games I'm looking on. forward to. I was just looking at a list. Beyond Good and Evil 2, but we still don't freaking know when that's coming out. Yeah, that's a question mark. That's a ways away. <laughs> Starfield, is that... I think that's November? I mean, that's November 11th. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully like, that doesn't get pushed. That's the thing. Anything that's over six months away at this point, I'm like, it may might come out. It yep. might not come out. But like super know. near the end of the, the year, mm, could get could get a delay. I I, and you never know when the, when the Cyberpunk 2077 stuff drops that I could finally play that game. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'll go back to it. I've been burned. I'm just so sad about how that happened. That whole thing went down. I'm so sad about it. Um, but yeah. 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 So yeah, I'm, like I mentioned, I am just playing Pokemon Legends because it's so good. So Pokemon good. for life. I know. Uh, but I think it's time for us to get into news of the week because we did have a Nintendo Direct and lots of other news that dropped this week. So we're going to get into that right after this break. All right, and we're back, and it's time to chat Nintendo Direct because that was a really fun experience on uh, Wednesday night. We got to sit down and watch that uh, that 40 minutes of Nintendo smorgasbord of content. Lots of cool things on the way. Catherine, yeah. bring us through it all. Um, no thoughts, just Kirby swallowing a car. Um. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what everybody's going on about, was Kirby swallowing the car. I literally laughed out loud, obnoxiously laughed out loud when he swallowed the vending machine and the bottom part where the food comes out with his was his mouth. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know. And, and it was that point where I said, I know nothing about like barely anything about Kirby. I'm playing this game because <laughs> if you're going to go that far into wackadoodle land, then why not? Yeah. I mean, it is the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, I've started a little thread on the Girls on Games Twitter just because, like, in all the discords I'm in, people were sharing a lot of the memes. And yeah. I was like, I'm I'm just going to put them in there so that I myself can go back to that thread when I feel down. <laughs> just get an instant boost. <laughs> little pick-me-up. Yeah, a little pick-me-up. <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, but yeah. Kirby and the Forgotten Land, which when they first like tease it, I was like, oh, cool. Horizon Zero Kirby. Um, it <laughs> it looks... still kind of looks like it. I mean, it's an abandoned, overrun human civilization. And I'm like, yeah, if you've played Horizon Zero Dawn, that's kind of it. Uh, but yeah, there's going to be a mouthful mode where you just like, if you Kirby kind of like half swallows a car and then you can drive the car. And I'm just like, this is fucking ridiculous and i need to play it right now yeah it reminds me of uh mario's hat yes but like more, it's the same mechanic right but more obnoxious like mario's hat like yeah it went on top of the the dinosaur and all that kind of stuff and that the the stone things that look like they're from easter island yeah but like <laughs> he looks 
it looks painful for Kirby to be stretched over that car. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? But does it though? Kirby's just a big, he's I, like a blob. What yeah, is but he it looks even? like he's he's stretched to the max capacity. Like, he's it like reminded me gun. when I used to put my silicone head on when I was swimming and when I was doing synchronized swimming and you're stretching it so hard to get it on there. And it still hurts. Yeah, you and then it, it snaps your head. Oof, uh, yeah. yeah, no fun. But yeah. that game looks really good. Uh, Bowie I was very, it. he's very interested in the cute panda-like thing that came out at the very beginning. Um, he went right Aww. up to the TV and started growling at them. So uh, we know what I'm in for when I go to play this game. <laughs> yeah. Get his attention real fast. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. But yeah, now it comes out soon, I want to say. Is it March? I, I think I saw that. Yeah, I didn't catch the dates. I kind of like, I didn't watch the whole thing. I just go to the Nintendo Direct featured page after and I just click on the stuff individually on the stuff I like. Yeah, uh, March 25th. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's really fast. That's soon. So uh, I've so, never yeah, really picked up a Kirby game because they're always full price. And my friend who loves these kinds of platformer buys them every time. And every time she's not disappointed in the game. She's just disappointed in how much she paid for it. Yeah. Because um, they're often like 10 hour games. Like there's nothing wrong with a condensed experience. It's just now that like. Something that's like that you can play in a weekend, I've associated with like more of a like thirty to forty dollar price tag. Not... Or you get it at discount when it's out. Like yeah. when it's on sale or something. But yeah, these I would... games are never on sale. Yeah. yeah. Nintendo price. It depends on the scale. Have they talked about that? Do you know if there's any information about like how much gameplay oh, yeah. like game you're getting out of it? I um, haven't heard anything. If it's they anything... Didn't really say anything yesterday about it. I mean if it's anything like Luigi's Mansion Three or something. I'm, in, mm. I'm on board. I'm on board. I mean, because that you could kind of play multiple times and still get something out Different. of it. Different. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. cool. But I don't know. It's uh, it's If it's a toss-up, then yeah, I agree with you. I don't know if I want to pay full price. But also, I'm super into, like, Nintendo games right now. I'm just like, that's my, my jam. So I, I might mean, just dish like it the, out. <laughs> yeah. If, it, if it's the thing that you need right now, might as well. Because I got a Luigi's Mansion 3 on discount. But even on discount, it was like $50 Canadian. Like, it was yeah. the biggest. But I feel like you got a lot of game out of it. Like, it didn't, it didn't, I don't think I finished it in 10 hours. I feel like it was I didn't even 20. finish it because of COVID brain. I just kind of forgot I bought it. At one point, like, my boyfriend was like. should finish it. So at good. one point, my boyfriend was like, so what happened to Luigi's Mansion? And I looked at him and I'm like, what? He's like, well, you bought it and you started playing it. And then you stopped. And I was like. I bought Luigi's Mansion 3. It was like you were playing it. I'm not an idiot. And I I had completely like... It if you're looking gone. for something super light and fun to play, that's the one. Well, yeah. I, I started playing it game. and I legit forgot I had bought it. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I've definitely done that. We've all done that as gamers. Like, yeah, bought I something don't. and just was like, oh, okay, that was... I guess it didn't grab me. I don't we're, know. We're not, we're not going to look at my Steam library. <laughs> Oh, so much I purchased no. and never touched. You should just post it and be like, "This is these are all the games I bought shame, and never played, and how much shame, money I wasted." Like shame. actually tally it up in an Excel doc uh, and be like, no. "This." I is don't want to know. I'm gonna plead ignorance. <laughs> plead the fifth. There you go. I'd be so curious to know. I'd be like, "Oh my god, Leah." Uh, yeah, no, no, not gonna go there. At least you could have Steam sales. The prices tend to be yeah. Guaranteed, guaranteed. Most of it was bought on sale and I, it was like an instant, ooh, it's five bucks, 10 bucks, whatever. But after a while, that all starts to add up when you've oh, got shit. 50, 60 games in your thing. 
Yeah, it gets it gets you. Those sales, they just they excite you, you know, and then you're just like, blah, here's a bunch of money. Um, Luigi's Mansion 3 was only 13 hours in length, but I feel like, you know, but you could probably bucks, extend it a bit. 50 for, bucks is all right. That's a weekend. That's a weekend yeah. game, you I know. Would, but my friend who bought it full price at nearly $90 Canadian. Oh, my she gosh. She felt like yeah. she got played yeah. a bit. Yeah. Played. Yeah. The uh, word of the day for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Played myself. I, I played Speaking myself. of getting played, uh, ah! N- Nintendo instead of releasing a new Mario Kart is like Mario yeah. Kart Eight. Is I know like, was... it's the new Grand Theft Auto Five. It's, it's going on forever. <laughs> it's never ends. On giving. So there's going to be a booster course pack that includes a whopping forty-eight uh, courses remastered from across many of the previous Mario Kart. So not only oh. are they like, we're not making a new game, motherfuckers. We're not making new courses. <laughs> we're just taking old courses and making them new. That, but here's the thing. Yeah. If you... It, say they did say, hey, we're coming out with Mario Kart 9. Mm-hmm. They would never come out with 48 courses. You know what I mean? Like I feel no. like we're getting more bang for our buck this way. And it's only like, well, I don't know what the Canadian price is, but they said 24.99 for all of it. They're going to drip release it over time. Uh or if you sign up for that expansion pass, you get it as part of it just like you did the Animal Crossing DLC. Uh mm-hmm. but for thir- it's probably going to be 35 bucks Canadian. Like and a drip feed of content. And that game, like that game is ne- never gets old. That always gets broken out when there's like people around and stuff. Oh, yeah. And play something good, right? It's like Mario Kart Replay- is like. Replayability. Oh, yeah. Oh, no match. She's a gem. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I don't have Mario Kart 8 for um, the Switch. I, I had it for I the have Wii U. It. Oh, no. Oh. I have it for the Switch, remember? Yeah, yeah. But I need <laughs> I need to buy it on the Switch. And you just should. unlock everything again. Yeah. And then get this pass. And I'm sure a lot of the courses I already know by heart. Yeah. Um, just because I've played so much Mario Kart. I, I think I, I'm, I think I'm going to get this, but it's... I wish they had included, like, one more track. Character? Or no. Or character. Or more... What do you, you think? You never know. I feel like this is going to be the beast they keep feeding over time. Yeah. I mean, it's... It is the best Mario Kart ever, bar none. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. It yeah. is such good fun, and when they did the the DLC um, for the extra courses, uh, the paid DLC on Wii U, it was like pretty affordable to get a lot of content. Like, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, I had paid a total of twenty dollars Canadian for both DLCs that included two two full extra cups, mm-hmm. as well as new characters and new new cars and race and racers, um, mm-hmm. new cars and vehicles mm-hmm. um each each cup is eight race eight tracks or four tracks four tracks four tracks so it was eight so a tra- lot of that's a lot of cups that they if they decide to package it as cups that'd be a lot of cups but well, i guess it's just these, the tracks these are are they are gonna package them as cups i guess that you know well, i know it's kids of eight four. that they're gonna release them on right exactly so two cups mm-hmm. per yeah, that's cool it's a lot of content. Like, I don't want to dish on Nintendo because they do have to, like, rebuild these and adapt them for the Switch and use, like, mm-hmm. you know, there's the glider and there's the anti-gravity. Like, it's not it's not lazy. It's smart. But it's getting to a point where it's, like, that meta joke that the Bethesda guy said uh, when they did their um, their their call Skyrim. for... 
for hiring people because they're like, oh. we're working on so many projects and, you know, um, Skyrim needs to be ported to new platforms. And we're like, <laughs> more Skyrim. <laughs> it's a never ending saga. Like oh Je- Grand Theft Auto 5, Skyrim, now Mario Kart 8. They just will never go. But um, let's keep going with the classics because Nintendo Switch Sports, yes and thank you. Uh, just They're just like, hey, millennials, you're bored? And you remember when you had a Wii? It was probably the first <laughs> I... console you bought yourself. Yes. <laughs> let's just keep giving you the same shit you miss, but on this yeah. new console that you bought during the, the pandemic. And we I are love it. eating it. Like, honestly... Yes. Yeah. I, why, okay, the most I played my Wii was when I was playing Wii Sports. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense. Like, just bring it to the new consoles. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Why not? And the thing is, is they're bringing back, now, they said they were bringing back the tennis, the bowling. I don't think I saw the boxing. Wasn't there, like, a, a, like, uh, almost like, uh, uh, sword fighting thing in it? No, there was a... The original Wii Sport had boxing. This one has, yeah, a sword fighting sort of thing called Chambara. Chambara. Oh, interesting. It has volleyball. That's the new stuff. Volleyball and badminton. And and soccer. Soccer. And then there's a fourth sport. I think it was four and four or something like that. Uh, well, I really was good at bowling. That's all I remember. The bowling was the best. And <laughs> I can the just, the drunken nights of bowling is just, just going to come back again. You know? Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. Mm. Yep. So here for that. Uh, Kat, I noticed that uh, there's some Fire Emblem coming. Yeah, but it's Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hope. It's like, it's Fire Emblem Warriors. It's not Fire Emblem. Like, you can't kiss anybody in those games. So uh, I'm not Disappointment. Completely <laughs> ruined. <laughs> I mean, it's Fire Emblem Three Houses and they gave it the, like, the Dynasty Warriors yeah. type of file. It's like, I, I'm not shitting on the game if you love these games. Like, I'm sure it's going to be great. It's just my interest in Fire Emblem lies in the drama as I think well as they, the tactical I think... combat. With this new iteration, they played themselves. Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing we're, it back. I love <laughs> always, always. Just that <laughs> circle, that radio circle. Yeah. <laughs> I also will admit that I have no idea what Mario Strikers is, and at this point, I'm afraid to ask. It's soccer. It's basically Mario Golf, but soccer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you're but you're down. playing in teams, bigger teams. Yeah, I'm. I'm super down. I'm. I'm. If that's a new sport that I could play, because I love Mario Golf so much, I'm like, yeah, I'll play that with my friends. <laughs> or if they do ranked. I think it was, they did have ranked, right? I think so. Did they so. announce that? I feel like, yeah, they talked about it in the trailer. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it seems super fun. I'm totally, and I'm, I grew up playing soccer, so if I can get back into soccer playing on the Switch, I will do it. <laughs> Beautiful. And for the non-North American people, yeah, we say soccer, deal with it. It's not football. <laughs> it makes football sense to... See- it makes sense to call football football in American football. It actually does. called something else. But yeah, where American football. It's just, if if we don't call it soccer, the RCMP comes knocking at our door and be like, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that joke. Um, so Splatoon 3 Salmon Run? Yeah, that, that piqued my interest because I like Splatoon games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've never played Splatoon, but it looks like something that I've been a damn fool to not be playing. 
it's cool because it's like it's got the funness of a lot of competitive shooters like in the playfulness of it but i don't feel as stressed because i don't know if it's the mechanic of being able to swim in the ink or if it's just because it's super colorful or what it is but i just i don't feel the same stress when i'm playing that game like when i'm playing some other competitive shooter i feel like because you're sliding around most of the time yeah it's like and the fluidness squids, the, the squid things are so cute <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's my avatar on my Nintendo is the little pink squid. Aww. <laughs> They're cute. Aww. Well, maybe I'll look into it um, when it comes out. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 revealed. A brand new mm-hmm. Xenoblade, not a port. Just a brand new game. That's mm-hmm. cool. But speaking of ports, No Man's Skies, MLB oh, The yeah. Show 22. <laughs> Plenty ports. of ports. Hold up, hold up. Hold up a second. Hold up a second. Hold up a second. Hold up. So I'm playing Pokemon Legends Arceus. Arceus? Arceus? We still haven't figured that out yet. And that game looks like poop. How in God's name does No Man's Sky look that fucking good on the Switch? Now, mind you, it's it's the trailer and whatever. How does it look like that? And Pokemon looks like crap in the environment. I don't understand. I could, I don't know. You're asking, if you're asking me, I have no idea. Cause like <laughs> I, I, there's certain things about Pokemon that are absolutely phenomenal. But then when I go and you're like flying and you like, yeah. the, the, the water looks weird. And like, it looks like we're back in like N64 days sometimes. I'm like, what is going on here? And then I see something that is a procedurally generated game that mm-hmm. looks just like super pretty and colorful and, and really interesting. And I'm like, how, how? But is that switch? Is that Switch footage? Is that footage I don't know if Switch? it's direct. I, I don't, don't know. Because, like, I... I don't know. I don't know if it's obviously. direct capture. But also, I'm thinking of two things. It, it brought to mind two things. No Man's Sky really can't mess up anymore. Because yeah, we that. all know about True. that. So True. they really have to bring their A game. Um, they really need it to be successful. I mean, maybe not. Like, they, they've been doing fine. A lot of people are getting back into it. A lot of people have just been never left. Um, yeah. But, and it's still continuing a game that's very popular with people. But I think um, that, that came to mind. And also, you know, I think when you take a game that's, like, made for PC and made for consoles, it's, like, it's always going to seem a little bit better than I think what Nintendo dishes out. Just because of Nintendo. Like, they, they stick to mm. what they're really good at and... Maybe they, they, they're not so heavy. They're not so big on, like, the visuals and the, the graphics. Like, that's not their pull. But uh, that's, that's, that is my only expectation. I don't know if that makes yeah, any sort it, of sense. It's but just weird. Cause it is Breath weird, of, yeah. Because No Man's Sky is No Man's Sky, you know? Yeah, and Breath of the Wild is beautiful. And of course. that Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening that looked like Claymation, that was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's just so many Maybe they didn't games. take enough time. It was just weird. But We've had so, so many Pokemon games out lately. Yeah. And That's maybe true. they just were like, okay, just keep... Just get her out there. Yeah. And both those games were gorgeous, but suffered from frame rate issues. True. You're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So maybe that's the way they did it. But I mean, I still see popping and weird stuff happening. And oh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I don't care. It's you're still it playing still it. Plays, plays, it's still Ugh. awesome. So speaking the of the bugs, game... make it quirky. Make it yeah. unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? yeah, yeah. <laughs> speaking of something that looks like garbage on the Switch. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. MLB The Show 22. After like because uh, I've been watching my boyfriend play MLB the show mm. religiously for like five years. Like 
he hovers between MLB and NHL. And right now he's playing both of them on the Xbox Series X because of Game Pass. I get, uh, well, MLB the show's on Game Pass, but also with Game Pass, I got a rebate on NHL because of EA Play. Yeah. So he's like, whatever, I don't care where I play it. These are the only console games I play. I want to play it. So I was like, we'll play them on the nice big console. The PS4 is day one and dying. <sighs> and after seeing this trailer for MLB the show on Switch, I am like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder why? who's going to play that on Switch. Like, who, where, where, I guess people who are huge fans of the game, but I don't see... People who want to play MLB The Show on handheld. That makes sense. Literally on handheld. Like, I would not buy this to play it docked. No. Because, no, why would you? Yeah. Okay. Mm. I guess they're trying to pull in that audience, you know, in some way, and they just didn't execute on it as well as they could. I mean, it's just like any of the games that push for realism when they get ported to switch you Doesn't see the com- you see yeah. the compromises mm-hmm, like yeah. i'm sorry but the witcher or skyrim on switch kind of looks like mlb the show and it's just well, like, that go ahead and after like playing the witcher on the xbox series x with even witcher 3 like with the upgraded graphics even mm-hmm. if it show there was a certain age to that game it still looked way better than on the Switch. <laughs> yeah, and they've got like the Ezio collection coming out, this Assassin's Creed Ezio collection coming out, and I think that's a good idea because yeah. I think that's gonna look. Oh yeah, all right on on PS2, it. Considering PS3 games, PS3 games. Yeah. I'm sorry, they're all PS3 games, but I mean they 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 did the Liberty collection, whatever the one that yeah. had uh, Black Flag, yeah, Assassin's Creed Three and yes. Assassin's Creed Rogue, which was basically the <clears throat> all the uh, the ones in the Americas. Yeah. Um, or really the good Caribbean ones. and to be honest. Yes, yes, yes. The ones yeah. with the boats. Basically. <laughs> oh, I mean the boat for sure. The I think they, they nailed that. They wholeheartedly nailed that, so I'm glad. Yeah. yeah. They did they, chose the right games, I think. Yeah, and it did well on the Switch, but it was like games that came out like on again, PS three. Um Rogue was the last game they made for that console generation. So and mm-hmm. I think it works well with the Switch. Yeah. And I was playing the Etso collection on my Xbox One X. The uh the the because it was like the upgraded legendary. And I'm sorry, but the Assassin's Creed 2 looks mm-hmm. like shit. But it's like it's just <laughs> the game up. is old game old, right? Yeah, yeah there's and not much I you can do about it. Old game old will be it'll be more forgiving on Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially playing it in a handheld. Yeah. yeah. Because you won't see the same kind of aliasing and all that kind of stuff, right? And then, yeah. Assassin's Creed 3, they had put on Wii U, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember. <laughs> Back in the day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wii U. Oh, the oh Wii my U. goodness. Huh? Back. I'm still disappointed, just to change topics a bit, but I'm disappointed we got to see nothing about the Mario movie and nothing <laughs> about Breath of the Wild 2. I yep. know. I figure they're saving that for... A bigger Nintendo E3 Direct? time, you know what uh, I mean? That makes Cause sense. Because they said they were talking about, like, stuff that was coming out kind of yeah. like this quarter, next quarter. So mm-hmm. maybe that's why they chose what they chose, and they're saving these big reveals for later. Um, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. E3, I, funny you say that, because what is that going to look like? You know, I guess another Nintendo Direct, the time that we would normally have E3. I yeah. would imagine, yeah, yeah. Their, their summer season, right? Before they yeah. prep for the fall um, to kind of set the stage for what's coming in the fall. Yeah. 
Summer but Games Fest or something. Something yeah. like that, you know? Yeah. But before we I, change. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you before go ahead. we change topic, I just want to say that they're bringing Portal to the Nintendo Switch. And if you've oh, never played Portal, yeah. fucking play it. Do it, brought, it. Yeah. Everybody out there, if you've never played Portal, now this is your sign to play Portal. It is you will understand so many video game meta memes from the cake is a lie to (laughs) the song that Gladys said and now you're thinking with portals and Mm -hmm. it's like it's coming to switch and you can play it wherever you are. Please Can you multiplayer play? I don't know if that one will include the multiplayer. Imagine if you were discovering Portal for the first time. Oh, Lucky, take me back. They get to discover it. Just imagine. Take me back. I hope they have multiplayer for that because that would be fun playing the the co op uh-huh. stuff, but um, through Switch on multi multiplayer. Mm-hmm. It doesn't no. say in there. Like I just kind of like scrub through the trailer, but I feel like it's something that they might bring later. Uh, with yeah, maybe Nintendo Online. I think right now they're just porting the games. Because mm-hmm. I think at that point I might go back. <laughs> is not that the, the first time Portal that... is on console? No. No? Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. Let me confirm that, but I'm pretty sure no. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the last bit is they did a bunch of announcements for the the online mm-hmm. service, right? Because yeah. mm-hmm. they've been a slow, slow trickle of content coming out on that over the course of the past few years. Yeah. Earthbound is coming to the online uh, service. Yeah. Uh, Portal 2, X3, uh, PlayStation 3, Xbox 360 probably can be played um, through Retro. backwards compatibility. Yeah. Backwards yeah. compatibility. Okay. My guess. But, you know, always I do your due diligence and, and double check these things, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we're just having a casual conversation here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not reporting. Well, we're reporting news, we're, but we're also kind of, you know. Yeah, I mean, but they don't announce they like when when some of the stuff gets announced too and like you're watching it and it's like really yeah you know it's pretty rapid like all of that happened in 40 minutes yeah you almost need to go back and watch and then of course there's more stories that come out that follow up on some of the details and press releases and stuff like that so you know news is still breaking on it yeah mm. that was a pretty good direct i gotta say I, I didn't mean, see it live. I kind of watched the highlights after, but yeah. Yeah, same. The, but I was still hoping. I was just like, if there's Breath of the Wild news, uh, news. but yeah, so the stuff they announced, I was like, oh, this is a nice surprise. Like, I'm, I can get behind this. Yeah. Strikers yeah. was the most to me. It's like, okay, I can, I can, I can quit Mario Golf for a bit and switch to Strikers and try that for. A bit. <laughs> <laughs> what I love about I can these detox from Mario Golf. I, I'm so <laughs> yeah. You, it's bad. I think. I think you need to but what i love about these directs is like yeah there's a lot of content but you can never say like there's not something that i don't want to play or Uh that my friends don't want to play there's like so much content and they're Mm -hmm. they're keeping a good i mean we shit on the switch graphics but the variety of gaming experience on the nintendo switch uh and something that we can a the console is actually available for purchase um, I know. <laughs> and B, not to mention, and B yeah. is a bit more accessible due to price points, and C, truth, uh, handheld, mm-hmm. and they're like really feeding the content that will feed that kind of experience and that kind of audience without staying like there's still like a lot of family kid friendly stuff, but it's just like they've centered it about around a different type of gamer, like a more casual like don't stress me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I want to play what I want to play when I want to play it type of gamer, which is what the kind of stuff we're doing. So every time I watch one of these very like packed and crunchy directs, even if like there's no Breath of the Wild 2, I'm like, there's this is still stuff I can play. Mm-hmm. Good, like seriously, good job, Nintendo. Yeah, totally. Uh, I would segue here because it's going, but if I do segue, it's going to steal a little, the little bit of the punch. So we're gonna, it's going to be a slow burn of a segue. So you know how we've all been talking about the Activision Blizzard uh, purchase that happened by Microsoft? Mm-hmm. And everybody is, you know, questioning, what's happening with Call of Duty? Is it going to go, you know, Xbox exclusive? Is it still going to be on PlayStation and all that jazz? Well, the story that I'm bringing to the table today actually speaks to that, where Microsoft actually uh, wants to bring, uh, wants to keep Call of Duty on the consoles that it currently lives on Mm -hmm. in addition to bringing it to nintendo switch oh how wild is that kind of an unexpected thing yeah but everybody was like everybody was clamoring at them like are you gonna keep it on playstation blah 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 blah. and they're like yes and (laughs) so the question is nintendo exactly and i mean that's what that's what they did when they bought Mojang and, Micro- and Minecraft, is they kept it everywhere and then just continued to add it and put it on other platforms. And Call of Duty is the big- one of the biggest selling games every year. Yeah. Like this year, the top two selling games were both Call of Duty, the previous years and the current years. It's like, almost never a surprise. It's almost yeah. like a given. Yeah. So like, I can understand why. A, they would never take it off and make it just restrictive because who doesn't like money? And Mm -hmm. then also on top of that, to start thinking uh, differently and say, hey, well, there's a whole market of Nintendo Switches over here that, uh, you know, they could use a Call of Duty game. There's a whole audience there. Mm -hmm. And and they're just, yeah, they're just maximizing their money. (laughs) They're like, how can we make this so that every person who ever has anything gaming related, any console to be able to play call of duty it's like okay yeah Yeah, now you've literally hit every market (laughs) it's such a yesterday was such an interesting day because like we're sitting here watching the nintendo direct seeing a playstation studios game live on a a nintendo console and then you got xbox over here being like we want to put one of the biggest games in the world on a play on a nintendo console Mm -hmm. and you know i'm just waiting now for a nintendo game to get ported somewhere else so that you can like this cross-pollination that i never ever thought we would ever see before from first party studios yeah right it's wild I think it's great. I I think it's Xbox. I mean, this is maybe it's just you know my viewpoint, but they've they've set the stage for like doing things right by the consumer. Like really, let's just make sure that everyone who wants to play these games has access to them. Mm-hmm. No more exclusivity. Like no no more that no more about that. It's more about like can we get really good games on every console. And so we can all play in this sandbox and all make money off it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the the big devs, you know, the big three, have decided, yeah, let's let's inter- let's mix this up and let's let's forget these console wars and this whole like, you know, Nintendo for lifers or whatever, and and really just have everyone have a bit of the fun. You know, like it's not it's not restricted, it's not limited in any way. You know, whatever console you're on, you can play these other games that used to be only on PlayStation or used to be only on Xbox. Like I love that. I think. Xbox kind of started that trend and now other like Nintendo and and PlayStation are kind of following suit. 
and I feel like it's a trend that uh, to me it's like I don't care <laughs> like I'm happy with that it, it's, it's also, the same thing with movies it happened to movies way back in the day you know yeah and it's lowering the barrier to entry for gaming because yeah like how do I, we get this into everyone's hands every child every you yeah, know target yeah. audience's hands exactly and like previous the previous generation like you know my friends were always like yeah it's, it it's really like I'm jealous of you that you have like all the consoles but I'm like it's not everyone can do that it's stupid I don't want all the consoles like I literally like when two years ago when we did the the PS wrap up Mm -hmm. all I had on there was Ghost of Tsushima yeah it's stupid why do I have a console that is bad for the environment that's full of plastic and precious metals and power chips and uses electricity just so that like once or twice a year I play the one game that's not on the console on every other console that or Mm -hmm. on the other consoles yeah or on because my computer's not powerful enough and stuff like and like Microsoft Phil Spencer said years ago that he's ready getting ready for a post console war yeah and he's more worried about ecosystem and platform more than I love that the actual box and I'm like yeah it makes sense because like with the way smart TVs are going and clouds. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, like let's open up gaming to everybody. Like it's such an expensive hobby and console exclusive is what's keeping gaming so fucking expensive more than yes. anything. And actually this gave me this crazy, like mind blowing realization. But like, if you looked at the trends over the past 10 years, mobile has always been huge. Number mm-hmm. one. Why? Cause everyone has a mobile phone. Yeah. And so they're like, okay, why don't we have that same audience on consoles? Like, cause no, not everyone can own one. So how do we get this so that everybody can, you know, get it, take advantage of everyone who does have any sort totally. of console to be able to play everything? Just a totally, this was just a perspective or idea that just came to me. And I was like, oh my God, they just saw what mobile was doing and why it was working. It's cause everyone had access to all the games at all times. Cause they had a, a one smartphone, like doesn't matter, iOS, Android. Yeah. Like. And it was because they could play any game they wanted. So, I mean, that that's maybe their perspective, but it's just also maybe some I, random well, idea came to my head. Looking at the Netflix <laughs> stuff, right? And the yeah. idea of, like, in... Everyone can get, not, get Netflix not, if they have a TV. It's mm-hmm. not a just... Smart TV. It's not just the making money off the console or making off the money off the games. It's making money off the data about the information about how people are playing games, what they're playing, and what they're doing at the same time. Yeah. That shit is very, Priceless. very lucrative to own. <laughs> yes. So, you know, keep pe- keeping users inside their ecosystem means that they'll just keep perpetuating that and keep their systems learning and all that kind of stuff. And that data is invaluable. Yeah. So. It's like the Xbox uh, Game Pass. You know, Sony's going that direction too. Nintendo might go that direction. Like there's, why wouldn't they, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, well, I think they even branched it because they made this hybrid console and now they have different iterations of it and your ID works. Obviously it's clunky for their stuff, yeah. but they started it because now that they used to have two consoles that were totally independent and the games didn't cross over. And now they've got one that you can do both with. Mm-hmm. So they just, I think they're just looking at it a different way yeah. and, and making some questionable choices about how user interaction works. Cause mm-hmm. the friend code thing is still, oh yeah still (laughs) so weird (laughs) yeah yeah 
All right. Uh, last story of the night before our feel-good story of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, folks, guess what? I know we're all still playing Grand Theft Auto V, but that does not mean that there's not more incoming. So finally, finally this week, Rockstar came out, made a tweet, and said, yep, they're working on Grand Theft Auto VI. Don't know when it's coming. Don't know anything else about it. It's just, it's happening. That's good. I I hope they go the route of making this... You know, a lot along the lines of like how Fortnite is this ever world, ever expanding, ever, you know, living world that they mm-hmm. do that with GTA six because they clearly did that 30. Like how long ago did GTA five come out? Like it's been years. 2013. 2013. They and it's still super popular and being played mm-hmm. regularly. Like mm-hmm. I think they saw that and they're like, OK, well, I, I hope they're taking GTA six and they're like, we're going to build this so that this has legs in the same way maybe even longer legs where they can continue to update and add things to it and make it this ever expanding kind of meta world. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but who knows when that's going to come out. <laughs> that Auto five has sold 160 million copies. Mm-hmm. Insane. And of one yeah. huge one. Like we were, we, we were making jokes about Skyrim. Yeah. And Skyrim is at 30 million. Oh shit. <laughs> oh my gosh. And the that money puts it in perspective is, for you. The money is in Grand Theft Auto Online. Oh, yeah. That's the money. Yeah. So I wonder GTA 6. Yeah. I mean, I definitely want a new story. GTA 5 had a great story. That was yeah. really fun. Um, and I'm sure they'll... I mean, I hope they're still doing like a campaign for, for GTA 6. But will they make it just an online, ever-expanding world? Like, I don't know. I I'm kind see of them curious kinda to see like, what they do. How about if they do like... Well, cod did and how they have Warzone that's kind of living independently from their other stuff so they keep gta online and the fact mm-hmm. that it's not named gta 5 it's called gta online yeah maybe they just keep that that you know, the thing, thing as a thing yeah and then just trickling other stuffs and then that stuff becomes and then now it's also part of gta online and you can play these pieces in here or something something talks to something else and interacts together so yeah. that you know get bonus content in both areas you know like yeah it's a license to print money. Who are we kidding? <laughs> yeah. and I was I was discussing this with a lot of mutuals about like how a lot of studios are just coming out the woodwork saying, yeah, yeah, we're working on GTA 6. Yeah, yeah, Bioware is working on Dragon Age and Mass Effect. And yeah, 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 Bethesda, like after Skyfield, we've got like an Elder Scroll thing. And it's like, they're like, is this for consumers or is this for recruiting devs to be like, yeah, we have projects. We swear we won't just make you port Skyrim or work independently <laughs> on Grand Theft Auto yeah. Online. Ugh, I don't know. I'd be interested. I'd have to be a fly on the wall to see. I'd love to be I a think fly on the wall to see lot, that. I think it's a lot of recruitment because everybody in the gaming industry is complaining that they can't recruit. Mm. And like you get poked and they're like, yeah, come work with us. And we're like, but what project am I going to work on? Is, am I going to hate it? And yeah. they're like, yeah, it's a neat. I'm like... Now, by that. doing that, like by saying Rockstar's like, we're working on GTA 6, then recruiters can be like, would you, like, what project would you be working on? And they'll be like, right now, Grand Theft Auto 6, like, without breaking NDAs, right? Yeah. Because the way it works is you have to go to agree to the interview, and before the interview, you sign the NDA, and then they can say what right. they're working on so that right. you stay mum after you go. But now, yeah. like, that's what Ubisoft Massive did to be like, we're working on Avatar, but we also signed this deal for Star Wars, and we're massively recruiting. It's a for smart people play. People that want to work on Star yeah. Wars. 
Yeah. Isn't that why last week, like last week we got that weird shadow announcement of all those Star Wars games. Mm -hmm. My inkling was not to tell the world that there's Star Wars games coming. It was to tell the devs, hey, come work with us. Mm-hmm. 100%. I mean, okay, yeah, I didn't even think of that angle. Because like, why but that makes Star so much Wars sense. games announcing the the upcoming, you know, the, the round two of Fallen Order, uh, a Fallen Jedi, whatever it's called. What is it? Star Wars... Last Jedi Fallen Order? Fuck, is that what it's fallen, called? Fallen Order, yeah. 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 What? Why am I forgetting this? What? I played it. <laughs> the names are so long. Fall, fallen um, Order sounds right. Fallen Order yeah. sounds right. So, like, that's a big... Like, that game did great. So, wouldn't you want oh, yeah. the first announcement of that to yeah. be, like, a shadow announcement and an E3 presentation mm-hmm. so everybody's like, oh my god! But I guess ah! they need people to come and actually build the thing. It's actually a good idea. It's a, it's a smart play. Because I, I think yeah. a lot of people are taking that approach to, yeah. to being hired because they want to be attached to... They, like you said, they don't want to just do boring projects and they want to know that the company's doing something interesting. I and mean, they want to put it on their CV. Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. going to stop projects from going into development hell. Yeah, it's like, the hype building. Like also. Skull and Bones. Um, yeah. That keeps like when, or, you know, when is that game coming out? Well, you know, it's like, even if I work at UB, I don't have all the internal on Skull and Bones. It's just, yeah. it's been in development for eight years. So what do you think happened? Um, changed ideas a couple of times for probably good reasons. That's not going to stop it. Maybe you get to Rockstar to work on GTA 6, but it's like they're, they get they're such stuck on we'll never like meet the expectation of GTA 5 that the project goes into development hell from like right indecision paralysis from you know filling these big shoes that could happen it could also be just like fuck it like who cares about like the main story let's just make a good GTA and make sure that GTA online survives maybe mm. that's it and it's like a great project to get out the the you know we don't like Working in video games is very much a lottery when it yeah. comes to like your the projects, your working condition, and if the project will ship, and under yeah. which conditions will ship. Yeah, mm-hmm. we can't stop that. Yeah. So basically, they're getting ready for a possible PR backlash if the projects get canceled because they've told the public that they're let's say committing yeah. to doing this game so that they recruit devs. But if the project goes down the drain for whatever reasons, tech issues, pipeline issues, budget issues, creative Crunch. differences, the industry yeah. being the industry that it is, mm. then they have to like be like, not only did we, well, we canceled the project and then we fired all the people that we yeah. announced the project to it's, recruit. It's a catch-22, you know? You can't make the game without devs. You can't get the devs out saying what the game is. So, exactly. I mean, so, let's let's see. It's the first time they've really... They don't... This is kind of new. Usually mm-hmm. it's super secretive. It's like it's only recently that I've seen this where they're like, we're actively hiring. These are the things we're working on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think it's a lot of like the labor movement and video game development mm-hmm. and the Epic versus Apple lawsuits that yes. are like bringing down the secretive that is like it why are you being secret about this meanwhile disney every like three years are like here's the list of marvel movies we would like to make to keep stealing your money yeah (laughs) and it's like if a movie gets delayed or canceled they're like whatever like we're canceling one out of 15 you'll be happy you'll be fine yeah you know and it's like it's there's certain companies like you know yubi you can kind of take into account that there's probably an Assassin's Creed in the work. There's probably a Far Cry in the work. And, you know, like, Bioware, they're 
always okay. kind of working on a Dragon Age and or a Mass Effect. Like you can take yeah. that and and kind of like figure those are the type of projects you could work on. Yeah. But some studios, if you don't like, if they're so mum and they're so secret, mm. and then you get to the interview and they're like, "Yeah, you're going to work on this," but I have colleagues who refuse to work on military shooters. Oh. Like, even if they're at UB, they were like, no Tom Clancy for me. And, you know, and they went to work on Hyperscape, yes, guns, whatever. But it was, like, futuristic Battle Royale Fortnite. It wasn't, like... Yeah. You know, because a lot of marginalized dev, when they look at m military shooters, they see themselves being portrayed in the enemy. So oh, they yeah. don't want to work... On I military gun games. Like, I've heard that a lot. I don't want to work on these types of games because I don't want to work on these stereotypes. Mm. And it doesn't matter which studio. Mm. They like I get Call it. of Duty, Battlefield, Tom Clancy. No, thank you. So imagine if you have to go through a whole, like, thing of NDA to get to an interview and then you tell them, I don't want to work on a military shooter. And they're like, well, we're hiring for, call, uh, for the next Call of Duty. It's a waste of time for both parties. Everybody mm. involved wasted so much time. Yeah. 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 So true. I mean, it's crazy. Also, Trend. that's such an interesting point. I've never even heard of that. I wonder, like, how prevalent that is, too, since you've heard it a lot. Well, I've, I picked my project. I picked For Honor because I knew nothing about the game and I had no interest in playing that game. And I was like, it's not going to burn me out on video games. Right. Because it's not something I play. I just need to understand the games, understand the player base and what the player wants. Mm -hmm. And then I just make like menus and I draw icons and I things like that. Like it's still easy very to... cool. You're a yeah. dev. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, and I love For Honor. It's a great product. It's a great, oh, game, yeah. a great Such community. A good Kyle but... loves it too, actually, because it's this kind of, you know, it's Kyle. <laughs> yeah. He is a really fight, Viking fighting dude, you know? Like, of course he's going to love a game like that. <laughs> but I don't want, like, I'll say it, I'll put it into the universe. I do not work, I don't want to, I do not want to work on Assassin's Creed because it is one of my favorite video game franchises and I would like to keep it that way. Oh, that's a good yeah. call. It has nothing to say about the team who makes it or the working You think it'd be the reverse. You love it so much you want to work on it, you know? No, but because so one of my favorite foods is popcorn, and then I worked in a movie theater, and I did not eat <gasps> popcorn for two years. Oh, because you were sick of it, yeah. Yeah, I get yeah. that. So I, I don't want to, like, um, even if working on Assassin's Creed is, like, the best team or one of the best experience in game dev, yeah. I want to keep enjoying playing that game. Yeah. Mm. yeah you don't want to it, it's a fine line yeah for when work and and your passion start to cross over and then you start hating your passion and yeah yeah i wonder if this or you get tired of it yeah uh, so, side note different topic well it's still the same topic but rockstar i feel like maybe wanted to announce something because we were kind of like what are they working on now for so long mm -hmm. but i feel like they needed to announce something like or maybe even, it was like like when we did, when we heard about Grand Theft Auto Five before, we had waiting years, waiting for them to say something. We kept saying Grand Theft yeah. Auto Five, when's it coming? When's it coming? And then they were maybe, just like, "Here you go." Maybe it's like internal change, like client, like their employees have d the, that they've hired have decided a different direction of like how to run. Yeah. Well, like they, maybe Rockstar did that for so long. Now they're like, let's just change it up. Let's do something different. But also, <laughs> they they had their like Riot Entertainment and Ubisoft that's and true. EA moment of. Like after Red Dead Redemption 2 of just people yeah. like 
piecing out and being like as they walk well in the crunch the door, culture like, controversy te- texting and, kotaku yeah. and ign being like bro yeah. do i have a story for you yeah yeah they had so yeah. much yeah i agree with that so i feel mm. like now they needed but hey gt gta 6 we'll see it's coming. I wonder what they're going to do. It's in our future. I know. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to keep building online. Anyways. I would imagine they of would. Of course. It's too... It's, it's or is, too is the GTA 6 the, like, now that's the new online thing? Maybe. And it's improved, and, and that's where we go from there. We shall see. Is it a reset? Hmm. Anyway. Time will tell. <laughs> Feel good story time. Let's hear it. Yay! Okay, so this story I got found on Kotaku. Um, if you do end up choosing to read it, just a little bit of a warning because it, there there is a happy ending in it, but at the same time, the could be what happened could be triggering. So just caution. I'm not going to get into that, but I want to talk about how Wordle saved an elderly woman from being kidnapped crazy Crazy, eh crazy how is that possible world continues to take us by storm exactly so (laughs) there is uh this was actually reported obviously it's on kotaku but it was reported by cbs chicago on february 5th 80 year old uh denise holt was sleeping alone at home when a man slipped into her bed in the middle of the night She stayed calm as the man got into her bed and promised Holt that he didn't plan to harm her or molest her. He ended up, this gentleman ended up holding Miss Holt a hostage for 17 hours. As you read through the story, there's a bunch of different things that happen during that time. But the way that it was discovered that she was being held was the fact that she had been playing religiously Wordle with her daughter who lived across country. And every day she would at around the same time of day, she would send the wordle to her daughter. And one day she didn't get it. So her daughter was obviously confused by this and said, well, someone has to go check on my mom. Mm-hmm. So she got the police to do a wellness check and the police managed to find uh, what actually happened, that she was being held by a uh, 32 year old man who definitely had mental illness. Oh my gosh. Um, there was a whole uh, standoff. <laughs> they managed oh, he, they to... caught him. They caught him. Yes. After okay. being... And this is from the article. After being unable to reach Holt and not getting her daily Wordle text, her family called the police. And on February 6th, so imagine now, this is the next day, at around 9.40 p.m., officers reached her home uh, and performed a wellness check. They discovered 32-year-old uh, gentleman, I'm not going to say his name, and mm-hmm. after a tense, hours-long standoff with local SWAT, they arrested the man. Uh, the ment- mentally ill uh, gentleman had been charged with multiple felonies, including home invasion with a dangerous weapon, aggravated kidnapping while armed with a dangerous weapon, and aggravated assault against a pol- uh, peace officer Holt was physically unharmed adding that she was very lucky I never thought in a million years this was what was happening but it was said Holt's daughter wow crazy that, that you know because we've been talking over the course of COVID right about checking in on each other even though we're social distancing and all that kind of stuff you know like and there's still ways that we can interact with our loved ones and our friends even if we can't be together and a small Mm -hmm. thing like wordle and everybody has been talking about it right the small thing like wordle and having that experience so you have that personal connection with someone throughout the day can mean so much and can essentially save someone's life yeah yeah staying in touch i've i haven't stayed in touch with my family at any time like i have this past 
these past two years. Um, so true. Thank yeah. God for technology. Like, you know, this mm-hmm. is another technology win in a sense. Like, we're all staying connected. You know, if something like this had happened, you know, in the 1900s or something there, I mean, it would have been maybe months before we found out anything. So I, yes, I applaud, I applaud technology and the use of, and especially a game like Wordle, Wordle, which is making everyone's lives super happy. (laughs) Um, I I certainly love that being in my timeline uh, separate for, from, you know, the other, you know, deaths, like doom scrolling kind of stuff that ends up happening, but Mm -hmm. very happy that, that that happened and that she's okay because it yeah. could have gone on for who knows how long exactly. if, if they weren't in day-to-day contact which again i'm like in contact with my family all the time thanks to technology like thank god i got you know they got over the technical like there's always a bit of a learning curve when if you're mm-hmm. an older generation who didn't grow up with that like kudos to her for being 80 and being able and to play, play wordle playing wordle and playing a game that's like a, an app that's like so uh, it's hard it's hard to explain I, I tried getting my grandma on zoom and it was you know it was an exercise in futility but we did it yeah 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 <laughs> um so yeah, I and uh, I'm just I'm just glad everyone in that story turned out to, uh, you know, get first of all for that guy. Hopefully he's getting help and he's doing okay. But that that's a horrible thing to to do and um, for for it to have happen to someone, especially someone mm-hmm. who's older um, and living alone. Like that's mm-hmm. traumatizing. But yeah, she's okay thanks to that. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's a, a strong woman. Could have gone way cool. worse. She yeah. kept her cool throughout all of it. Like the story gets pretty in depth. They do kind of explain all the different things that happen Oof. over the course of the 17 hours. Um, so yeah, that's why the little bit of the warning in the beginning, but, uh, but yeah, it, what a story. And I'm yes. so, so happy she's okay. And everything turned out okay. And that's yeah. why I wanted to add, I, I started it last week. I think it's important too, because we often talk about so much garbage that happens in the video game world. It's mm-hmm. kind of nice to have a, a thing at the end of the podcast to say, Hey, you know, it, it, things are okay. Yeah, <laughs> a little, a little palate cleanser. And if, yes. like to say. and if you're feeling really down, just go on Twitter and search Kirby Mouthful Mode. See, yes. there you go. Skip Another your feed. Of story of the day. Don't look at your feed. Go straight to searching for Kirby. Yeah, go straight, no, straight to at the Girls on Games. Catherine also will pin the tweet. Yes, <laughs> and then you will you will Send see me the all best the fun Kirby things. memes. I will add them to the thread. Yes. Oh. Yes. So good. There's one, like, my favorite is one where he's half swallowed an Eva and it just says, get in the Eva, Kirby. I, <laughs> die, like, I am deceased. I the, choked on my water. That was so funny. The one that there... I, uh, the one that I retweeted was, uh, was, uh, a cover of that Kirby movie with Lindsay Lohan, but instead of the car <laughs> being the beetle it's from Kirby. the movie, it's Kirby. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> okay, wait. A... Am I am I on your Discord? Do you guys have a Discord for the people who listen to the show? We do, we do, we do have a Discord. Are you dropping those memes in there? Yeah, we can. We will share them in there. We'll it get you in, in our there. Discord. Yes, for Just sure. Just hop on over to the you know Discord for this. Discord.me/slash/girlsongames. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! All right. Well, folks, that pretty much closes out the show for this week. As always, I invite you to check out the show notes on girlsongames.ca for the links to all the stories mentioned in this episode. 
Uh, as always, I, I, I would really appreciate it if you could do me a solid and go and rate and review this podcast if you have the power to do so on the podcast platform where you are listening. I cannot talk anymore. That's what happens when we do this at the end of the day. Wait, I can never talk at the end of the conclusion of the podcast. It's just part of it. I should put that disclaimer in there. <laughs> but yes, why rate and review? It helps with discovery. So when people are looking for content, it pops up higher in their feed. And uh, yeah, also we read all of the reviews that you give us and it does help. It's valuable feedback for us to be able to, uh, you know, work on the show and uh, and yeah, keep 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 on trucking along. Uh, as always, I want to thank the team for being on the panel this week. Of course, with Naomi being on the show as well. Uh, it's that time of the show where you shout out your social media handles so everybody can follow you online. Naomi, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Naomi Kyle on Twitter uh, and YouTube. However, and my Twitch as well. However, mm -hmm. on uh, Instagram, it's the Naomi Kyle, T H E, and mm -hmm. Facebook is Naomi Kyle Fans. Awesome. Um, but that's pretty much it. Sweet. Catherine, where can people track you down? I am C-S-D-E-S-B-I-N-S, says the B-A, on Twitter and Instagram. Just send me Kirby Mouthful memes. That's all there I There you have. go. <laughs> I'm doing that right ones. now. That's all that's <laughs> happening. It's all social media is for right now. Memes. And I am Leah, <laughs> and I am Leah, you are most social media handles, but of course, you want to know everything there is to know about Girls on Games. You can track us down at the Girls on Games on Twitter and Facebook. Just Girls on Games, no the in there on Instagram. It's the opposite of Naomi's. <laughs> discord.me slash girls on games to continue this lovely convo and more but of course if you ever need to know anything at all you can track it down at our home base that's our website girlsongames.ca thank you naomi thank you Catherine. it's been another lovely week in video games and guess what i'm doing do you even really have to guess i'm going to play pokemon like i knew it are we kidding i'm playing pokemon until i get horizon that's I it that's all that's happening it. it's I all that's happening knew it. all right <laughs> see you next week everybody bye Bye. Bye.